Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's Nikki Glazer. It's Nikki Glazer Podcast. Sorry, I'm distracted. I am texting about a flight uh, that my assistant needed to book. Cool. Cool issues. Um, hi, everyone. I am a, back home in St. Louis. I have wet hair. I just want to say this is a wet hair pod. I didn't have time to get ready um, for this. Life is busy, and so if you want to see me with wet hair and see it get gradually dry over the course of the next hour, pop onto YouTube and check us out. Um, I am in uh, my studio with my two dogs. No one else is here, um, but Anya and uh, Brian and Noah are all here. Hey, guys. How's it going? I thought you were referring to us as your dogs, and I was I'm here gonna, with my dogs. I'm yeah. just going to accept your it. dogs. <laughs> I didn't think that. I assumed she was talking about her real dogs. And I also want to answer the question. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yes. I can't see you guys at all because I guess my internet is not allowing me to see your video. So I'm just talking into the ether. But this is um, this is technology. Who gives this a fuck? This is 2023. Um, oh, we and lost Bri- Brian. And we just lost <laughs> Brian. But he'll be back. Don't worry about it. Anya, what are you up to this morning? What's going on? I I've have had a new friend. I had a meeting with a new friend. I met for someone for tea. She was a friend of a friend. Wait, I just hold on. Anya, you guys ever calm down. Anya's still t- saying the word tea. <laughs> it's still going on. Did you hear I'm the length on that tea? tea? Did you hear? The, go back and listen. Besties, go back and listen and hear the length on the word tea. It's because I love it so much. You wanted we to, were, you're savoring it, even the word. Uh, you met someone for tea. tea. Yeah, I met someone for tea. And on the way home, I was like, good job, girl. Because you don't take many risks in adulthood with new friends. And uh, it was just nice that I said yes to that. We might be walking buddies. Is this me moving into mm. my senior years? I don't know. Probably. We might go yeah. for walks together. That's nice. <laughs> um, that's so fun. Can we ask how you met this friend? Because I, I have a, no idea. It was just a woman I know was like, hey, I know someone that lives in Kingston. And she's new in town. And... Uh, and then we, I was, we were just texting, and I was like, "I live by this coffee shop," and so we grabbed a tea. I was like, "Why not? Just say yes." It was nice. She was nice. It's just were you like weird. nervous going into it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I was like, "I'm blonde, and I have a bob, and I'm horny." No, <laughs> uh, it was fine, but it is always a little. Was it weird. awkward when you like first met? I always like that's always my like when Brian was talking about going on a million d- dates on apps. Back in the day, I was always my first question to people who go on app dates is like, how awkward is it when you're looking for each other and you like first see each other and kind of go, 
hey, and your eyebrows like raise, like, hey, yeah, like it's so awkward. I don't know why that part really gives me, as the kids say, the ick, but it really does. I, I, my whole, it's what's would prevent me. Would I can't be single ever again because of that awkward. The the bell rings at the coffee shop you're going to, and you like look over, and there's just someone going like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like it and then the table approach where you have nothing to say to one another and you just sit down and go like hey like what do you say yeah. I, and sometimes I it's the wrong it. person sometimes you look at someone you give them the nod and they're not there for the date oh, they're right. just there to go to get coffee for themselves and why can normal like, oh, people do this and I can go on like and I can't or I can and I have done it before and so I'm not a complete I'm not talking from a place of complete like uh, ignorance but why can I go on stage for an hour and talk into a microphone and have no problem with it and talk for hours? I could go longer and talk for hours, but I, the idea of meeting with someone who you potentially could have sex with and Anya, this is not the person that you just met with, but like it's too much on the table, man. I know why. I know why. Because we're in control on stage. It is not an egalitarian relationship. We have a little more power than the audience has. So we're comfortable. But in the other situation, you're supposed to both kind of have roughly the same amount of power. And it's just harder then. Yes. That's, you know, that's what hecklers, like, and comedians always say to hecklers, is like, you bought... You brought a knife to a gunfight. Like, I have a microphone. (laughs) Don't do this. Yes. Um, Whenever you're on stage at any point, you could just be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about this. Or you could just start making fun of the person in front of you on a date. Those things won't work. Hmm. You can't just be on a date and be like, I don't want to talk about squirrels anymore. I want to talk about cars. I have a feeling you would do that, Brian. (laughs) I'm done talking about this now. Please, let's shift subjects. (laughs) This is boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, where'd you get that shirt, you piece of shit? Sometimes I'll do that. That's a good yeah. opener. I'll just start you roasting You should write a book. Them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm already figuring out ways for you to get out of this friendship. Like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. and um, But I'm okay with it because, right like, now. Because, you know, when people want to hang out and they, um, you know, and you don't really want to, what do you do? I just am unavailable. But I told it, here's why I'm proud of myself. I've made strides in my life. First of all, I did not pay, which I think is 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 a progress for me. Because in the past, I would have been like, I got you. And then you set up this weird relationship again where like I have a little more power. Well, did but, she pay? Well, I got there early and I paid for my own, but she arrived just as I was getting ready to pay. And like in the past, Anya you know, 1.0 would have been like, hey, just, I'll get you too, just to be generous. But then it sets up a weird thing, I feel like, where I feel pressure. Yeah, like I feel pressure to, or we're doing like a, you got me, you get me next time. Like, what if I don't want a next time? Let's just do our own thing. Right, it sets up a next time. That's a good point. Yeah. Can I ask, why why do you live in Kingston? Great question. Uh, It's Matt's fault. Matt lives here and I Why does Matt live there? (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, guys, I think when uh, the apocalypse happens, I'm in one of the top 10 places in the U.S. to be. I really do believe that. We're at a good elevation. We mm-hmm. don't have hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. We don't have tornadoes. We have had an ice storm like once in the last five years, which was not you, a huge deal. You don't have a grocery store within 20 miles. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> don't do. Have, you don't have a Starbucks. Yes, we do. You don't. <laughs> no, I kind of, I envy, I ask because I envy you. I want to live in a place that's like a little less uh, congested and just kind of, you can go every, you know, go outside and not run into people all the time. And you can just be out and look, listen to the birds. Like I, I envy where you are and I wanted to know why you're there and like what, uh, what gave you the gall? To yeah. live in a place that's not a big city. Well, every time I read about a musician, they l- are recording in Kingston, or they're from there, or they have a bassist that's f- has a spot there. <laughs> There's lots of musicians in Kingston. Was he drawn a lot to of it people for that? Are moving to uh, no, the real estate was really cheap uh, at the time that he bought his house, but now everyone's moving to Beacon, which is a little farther south. Everyone lives in like Beacon or Germantown, or these are little places upstate. Or like uh-huh. Saugerties or New Paltz, you know, SUNY Saugerties. New Paltz. 
Uh, yes. So they're all around here. Woodstock is completely turned into like Silver Lake on a Saturday afternoon. It's impossible to get in and out of there. As Nikki and the girls chat knows, I tried to buy a table in Woodstock on a Saturday and it was absolute hell. But uh, yeah, Real, I ended like up here because of that. traffic and stuff? Or is so much like, traffic. Was- and it's a tiny one, like it's a, a one lane, st- I mean, traffic one lane in each direction. And it's just absolute hell like pedestrians but, but, but just to deciding you hell, to cross what's hell to you because if you know compared to la traffic like is l i mean when someone says hell in woodstock that's like <laughs> 10 minutes of waiting whereas that would take you 55 you're so minutes. right yeah. you're so right i was getting angry and then i was like what are you angry about and i just thought about that great pete holmes special where he's like angry at everyone in la for using ways and he's like oh you're psyched you got there a minute earlier than me and you look like you had a nervous breakdown and you're covered in sweat meanwhile i'm just like zen in my car like he's like just shut up and sit in traffic listen to a podcast and shut up. Just accept it. So I was doing that and was like, I get if you're like bad. stressed to get somewhere, a minute or two minutes can make a huge difference. But yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> getting frustrated by traffic is kind of ke. Yes. It's kind of sweet. It's just like what, what like find some it's hack, you know? Like everyone's <laughs> mad about traffic. Be yeah. original. Find something new. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how when you're running late for something and you got that number on your Google Maps and it says you're gonna arrive at 324 mm-hmm. and you try to go so much faster, you risk your life and everyone around you to get there at 322 instead, as if that's gonna make a difference to anybody. Like I it know. feels like when I'm driving, like, all right, it says 324, but if I go 100 miles an hour and get there at 322, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. everyone's going to be okay with me being 22 minutes late. We were late <laughs> yes. the other day to, um, I, for Chris's birthday, I got him the Porsche driving experience, which is this oh, thing that one yes. of my rich friends told me about that she did with her husband, where they go and they, um, you just drive two different Porsche cars. And he drives with an instructor. And so he, on this big track out in San Pedro, it's like south of LAX. And so he didn't know what I had bought him. It was a surprise. So I was like, we have to be there by 2.30. We're supposed to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, we were, sh- I was shooting something on the beach for something and, um, and up in Malibu. And I thought it was an hour away because I had wazed it the night before to see, because it's cool in ways because you can see tomorrow what, at what time I want to get there, like what based on the traffic tomorrow. But they're, they've been slipping, man. They've been slipping hard because they just, <laughs> they just give me the time for now. And I think they just like kind of wing it for the next day. They don't really know because oh, it was yeah. an hour and a half to get down there in traffic. And I was like, Chris, we are supposed to be there at 2.30, but we are now getting there at 3.05. I was like, oh it, my starts God. At, it starts at 3. Fuck. Like, it starts at 3, but they want you to check in at 2.30. So it's kind of like, we're fine if we get there by 3. But it's yeah. 3.05, and he's like, I will knock off 10 minutes. Because we had an hour and a half. So 10 oh. minutes can be knocked off with an hour and a half drive. Sure, you know, yeah, If you yeah, are really yeah. doing some maneuvering. So it was ironic because the whole way down there, he is driving <laughs> like a Porsche race car driver. And he was doing all these crazy things. And he later apologized to me, but I was like, I have become immune to your weaving and, uh, you know, you turning <laughs> bobbing and, and weaving, bobbing and weaving and like all the just gunning it. And then going in the, the, the lane where it's like the side lane where people turn off if they have a flat tire, like going down that and then like zipping in front of someone who's on their phone to get in. Hat. Like he's really oh, good damn. at it. We got honked at zero times. We got pulled over zero times. I d- felt unsafe zero times. He's good at it. So we got there and I was like, it's so crazy. They just spent the last 90 minutes like Dale Earnhardting it down here. Luckily, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt senior because i think he didn't die driving but anyway so then we get down there and he sees the place and he's like oh my god and he was like i've researched these places this one's the best one and we just walk in and they're waiting for us because sometimes when people see my name on a thing i paid for it so they just saw my name on the credit card because i put his name for all the things because i'm just there to sit and watch like a mom watching her toddler on the playground there's like a whole area for moms to watch their little <laughs> kids go out and drive around and go vroom vroom. And, um, but there was this woman waiting for me, waiting for us, right as we walked in. She had a lanyard for him with his, his name on it and the cars he's driving on it. Like, it's such oh like a kid's God. experience. We're like, 
grown adult men, rich men. And he was so excited, but they had seen my name and she recognized me because she was a fan, which is so nice. So shout out to Michelle from the Porsche driving experience. And they um, hooked us up. Um, and just, well, they didn't hook us up at all, to be honest with you. They were just nice to me. They gave me literally nothing. For, oh, actually, yes, they gave us one lap for free. Because at the end, she was like, because he goes for an hour and a half, he's learning how to drive around this um, this track. Like, there's tons of tracks. It's like miles and miles of tracks. There's one that's, I, Chris could explain it to you guys. Not that anyone really cares. I mean, some people might. But there's this one part that there's like a skid. Like it's, um, there's only two of these little things in the nation, I guess. And you drive over it and it pulls a thing out from under your tires and it makes your tires go like, woo! And you have to like quickly like fix it. And then you skid all over these like, this, um, this tarp thing that has a bunch of water on it. So you go like, Woo! and uh, cool yeah. sound effects. And then, <laughs> and so I watched him do that seven times. Like it was literally like watching your kid go down a slide. Like you go down the slide very slow. By the way, he was going 15 <laughs> miles an hour when he did this part. Like there's nothing like, it's cool because it's maneuvering <laughs> tactics and he like learned how to be a better driver doing it. So then at the end, she Michelle was talking to me. She was like the woman I want to be. She was like, she's uh, older than me, but like just, dressed per perfectly great makeup great hair she like loves cars she's trying to talk to me about cars little does she know i have no interest in cars i don't know anything about them she's talking to me about like well i have four 911s and i'm like oh my god i love talking about 911 like that's all we had in common <laughs> was that she loved porsche 911s and i like talking about 911 not the same thing it is 911 by the way um shout out yes. to um, survivors and shout uh, out. <laughs> I mean, shout out hey, like, big ups to all my survivors of 9-11 everyone who had anything to do with 9-11 besides people that did it um, I don't know what to say god damn it <laughs> just um, move on anyway so she was like the coolest and she used to work on the Dennis Miller live show she used to work on just shoot me so we had like some friends Doing and what? She was a producer, and now she's like, mm. I just wow. love Porsche. She talks like this. She has like the greatest voice. Does she, she was say like, Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. Oh, she said Porsche. Sorry, I'm supposed to say Porsche. Okay, sorry. This isn't Ellen's wife. It's, it says po it's Porsche. <laughs> Who says Porsche? When you guys see a Porsche, do you say Porsche? Oh, uh, no, I say do you Porsche. Say the yeah, well, no, I don't say Porsche. Who's saying no. Porsche? Who drive there should them be an IA. Say it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, She's Let me like, ask you Do this. Do you have a Porsche? And I was like, I have my mom's beat up old Lexus that has a <laughs> huge dent in the back because I rear-ended a trailer recently. <laughs> I, it would be humiliating for. I was like, I don't. I just Uber everywhere. I was like, I didn't even tell her what I drive because I don't even know the make and model of it. It's. Just, I know the. I guess the make, but I don't know the model. I don't know anything about cars. It's so embarrassing when you're around someone who cares so much about it. And she's like, I just love this track. Look at that one over there. And that's. <laughs> she's just like pointing out all the things, and she's so smart and educated about all this and I felt like a real dumb dumb and I was eating a salad out of a trash bag it was like oh, we didn't have any bags at my hotel room and so I was like babe I told Chris because I went to go shoot this thing and I said hey but will you when you come to pick me up will you bring this salad that's in the refrigerator because I didn't want to bring it with me because it was gotten too hot and so he's like sure and I was like you need to put it in a bag though because it's kind of kind of loose it's going to break apart if you just put it in my like tote bag so all he had was trash bags so I'm eating the salad out of a trash bag <laughs> and it's the wrong well, salad in a container? Yes, in a container, but in a trash bag. And then, oh, and then I threw it away because the sal it was the wrong salad. He picked one that was like four days old and I wanted him to bring the, it was my fault. I told him to bring, bring the wrong one. So it smelled so bad. It was disgusting. It was like all these like rotting vegetables. And so I threw it away in the trash. I threw away my own car keys with the trash oh bag. So God. at the end of this whole thing, when we say goodbye <laughs> and we walk out to like leave, we can't find my keys. And we've just said goodbye to like everyone that's been so nice to us there. We like had a great experience. The place is closing. They're like so glad their day is done. Oh, and no. I have to be like, I lost my keys. Oh, and I go back no. in and we're looking everywhere. But the place is immaculate. The keys are not there. And I'm like, I have a feeling I threw away the keys. So then I have to dig through the trash. This girl who doesn't even own a car. And everyone there owns like 18 911s. Um, they are all, they're all staring at me digging. Chris goes through the trash, finds the keys to our, B thank God it was a BMW. So I didn't look like a total idiot, but I, those, that was just rented for me by this company that I'm working with. So it didn't, I had nothing to do with it. Um, it was just so humiliating, but they did at the end. So when he gets done with his lesson, he had so much fun. It was like, 
he was truly like a child. Like he was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done. If you, if you want to give your husband uh, or boyfriend or maybe your girlfriend, if she's into this kind of thing, the best gift ever, if anyone in your life is into cars, do a Porsche driving experience in LA yeah. or there's like these, you can, they're all, these tracks are like all over the nation, but the Porsche, Porsche one is one of the best. Um, it would be the exact opposite for me. I mean, I would hate to be in the Porsche driving experience, but Allie would love it. She would. Oh yeah, she would love that. I mean, I, I one time I bought her a Mario Kart go karting racing experience, which was like not as cool as it sounds, but it was fine. You know, like there's like no, it didn't sound cool at all. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you didn't think I thought that sounded cool. <laughs> well, you can well, do well, like what a, is it? Sorry, you, can, I was just you know joking, what Mario but, Kart is, right? Of, of course. Okay, so like you can do, they have like regional races where you like participate in a Mario Kart go-karting race. Mm. You know, there's go-karts that go fast. Like it's not like go-karting at a, at a carnival. It's like right. fast go-karts that mm -hmm. go around a track where there's a bunch of tires uh, as the sides of the tracks. So you don't die. Yes, I've done that. It you, is fun. And then there are regional. Suit. Yeah, well, I don't think you have to wear a suit. What well, they give like you like, like a Yoshi and a and like oh. yeah yes yes and, you can wear you can wear a onesie suit. So Allie dressed up like Yoshi, and then I think I dressed up like Luigi, and <laughs> we went to this thing, and it's like a regional race. And if you place in this race, then you like go to Las Vegas and you race in like the big race in Las Vegas. Oh my god! And, so she didn't place. Um, well, we went there, and I hate this stuff. I get motion sick in vehicles like this. I can't handle any of it. And, um, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be here, I'm going to try. And I just, I think it was because I was nauseous and dissociating from my body, but I had no, I was, I had reckless abandon for my own well being, And I drove like a monster and <laughs> I was cutting people off. I, I got yelled at multiple times by people. Like, oh, you got to slow the fuck down from the people working there. Whoa, where was I crashed. This? This was in, you know, some place like Super 40 Mario minutes World? outside LA. <laughs> okay. No, no, it wasn't there. And I wound up uh, coming in third place and beating Allie by one place. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I just couldn't. And I felt so sick. I wanted to throw up. I couldn't walk after I so was you done. Were, despite being horrible at it, you were good. I felt horrible, but it was like I left my body and like, because I didn't give a shit whether or not I lived or died, I was just <laughs> driving as fast as humanly possible, <laughs> what? crashing into tires. You into not valuing your own life at that particular yeah. moment. Because I was so nauseous. I, I was driving this go-kart. <laughs> oh, I you got, felt so sick. You were like, I want to just die. I was just <laughs> you like, wanted I it to be over. You went faster. That was like a death yeah. wish. All I right, was, we have to go to break, yeah. and then we'll hear more about this when we get back. Or maybe we won't. I don't know yet. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. 
I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle House in my wife and kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. Um, I have a question for you. Yes, Brian, what? Okay, so you know the, the type of car that's named after... Don't say the name. Okay. The type of car that's named after a black jungle cat. It's like a kind of expensive car. Yes. yes. Black. Okay. Now say it in your head first. How do you say that word? I know. How do you say, say that word? Yeah. I don't like how people pronounce this word either, but it's, it's Jaguar and I don't like what? Jaguar. Wait. Uh, hold on. I, what? <laughs> no, what? Nikki. Where? Jaguar. Guire. You say Jaguar? Jaguar. Yeah, see, this is this is Girl. the problem. Jaguar? This is jaguar, the problem. Jaguar, like the band Guar? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're supposed to say? <laughs> I say okay, Jaguar. So there's, but there's some three people say ways, Jaguar. Yeah, yeah there's jaguar. three ways that people say it. Like, people that want to sound fancy in British go Jaguar. Like, Jaguar. Like, Dracula. Jaguar. Okay. Jaguar. Yes. And then there are people who say Jaguar, which I believe is the way to say it. It just and sounds then, like you're giving I'm on up. your team. Even <laughs> though guar, G-U-A-R is Guar, I get it. But I feel like it's Jaguar. I don't it's know. I feel like it's Wire. There's no people Wire. People say Jaguar and it is, I can't imagine it's Jaguar. How do you pronounce it? I don't know. I guess that's just my Midwest. I understand that it's not correct. Just like, okay. like saying crayons or crowns or however people say it. <laughs> it's not correct, but it's like regional for me. And that is how I say it. And so, uh, yeah, Jaguar. I just don't yeah. say Jaguar. Jaguar sounds like you're just like because you're not done with the word. Jaguar, Finish Jaguar, Jaguar. Yeah. Jaguar, Jaguar. Um, China's Mormon, and I she always cars. used to say Jaguar. Like I get stressed I, out talking about cars. Like even <laughs> like there's too many models. There's too many kinds. There's too many cylinders. Chris is like the turning radius on this BMW is amazing. I'm like, then why doesn't everyone get this turning radius? Like why doesn't this turning radius? Ex- why don't they copy this? kind of turning radius and make it in all the cars if it's the best. These heat, these seats are the best. Let's use all those seats. Let's just make one car that does it. I'm, I know I'm talking about like we could do this for everything and people like variety, but I just, cars stress me out. Chris wants me to get one. I have to go pick up mine today from the shop. That's why we're doing this podcast earlier. Um, I'm stressed out about getting it because it's just, uh, it's it's old and it worries me all the time. Do you know what stresses me out more than anything? And I think, did I already talk about this? Cars going over curbs. No. It's my, add it to my list of things that fucking cause me so much anxiety. <laughs> when there's a car oh, yeah. going over a curb and it kind of goes like boom, boom. Oh, and like yeah. in move in action movies, in Barbie, there's a scene where they're being chased and the car goes over a curb. And I'm like, it just ruined the axle. Like it just bothers me that they just ruined this car for this little curb. Like, and if my yeah. car hits a curb or it goes over a pothole, oh my God, God I want to die. <laughs> it stresses me out so much. <laughs> That um, happened to me the other day. I was uh, exiting. I was. I got an oil change. And I was waiting out to pull out into a busy street, yeah. and there was a traffic light there. So there was a bunch of cars backed up in a line, and I was just hoping that someone would be polite enough to let me into that line. And somebody did, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank god!" Yeah, and then the, LA does that. 
the light turned green and like the lady was like probably in the wrong for letting me go. She like was really maybe oh, too yeah. polite. People can be too nice. Mm-hmm. But I was going to pull into the street and then I pulled to the right and I was too close and in front of everybody, in front of the lady boom, that helped boom. me, in front of the, I did Over a the bump, curb. bump. And it's like, oh my God, because not only did I embarrass myself, but I embarrassed the lady who <laughs> oh, was kind enough. It's like she vouched for me. Falls. <laughs> she vouched for me and I fucking bumped the curb in front of her it's and everybody. It's so embarrassing. There's something I would rather just hit a wall and just like start smoking and I'll get all dented. Then it just, <laughs> then it continue going after it's been bomb bumped. I don't know why. It just like, there's something about it that reminds me of when I was a kid and I got a Barbie doll. It still stresses me out to this day. Like I'm tensing up. I have to go to therapy later today I'm going to my somatic therapist who talks about like what does your body do when you talk about things and this is like causing me a lot of like I want to get small um I got a Little Mermaid Barbie doll for Easter one year maybe it wasn't Little Mermaid because it feels too no it was definitely Little Mermaid it was like 91 uh, first grade and her fucking bangs were bent in a way that I knew was like a manufacturing error and I could Uh. not handle it that this Barbie is supposed to be perfect. It is perfect. It is fr- in a box. It was bought new, but its bangs are bent in a weird way. And I was hurling myself throughout my parents' minivan. And it was one of the times where they looked at them each other and were like, she's crazy. And I kind of like <laughs> knew I was. And I was like, I can't control this though. Like I can't stand that this thing is now has like a little bit of damage to it that ruins the entire thing. So when my car goes over one of those things, I just feel like the alignment has now been set yes. unstraight and now it is imperfect and I've ruined everything because I'm stained and I did something wrong like it is such a childhood trauma thing of like mm-hmm. why can't things be just perfect I want them to stay perfect as I look at a room that is almost hoarder levels beyond <laughs> like behind this camera hoarder <laughs> levels of crap I, that I can't get out of my life even though Chris we've moved in together Me too. and I came home last night to our new apartment because he's he changed a lot of things while I was gone for the past two months and he changed them in great ways. But I was like, he was cleaning out the podcast room cause he had put a bunch of stuff in here as he was organizing other stuff. And, um, and I was like, I am so sorry. I have so much fucking crap. And he was like, no, you've actually done a really good job of getting rid of stuff. So I have done something, but it never ends. Can we just stop putting jewelry in little pouches, little velvet pouches. I'm tired of things coming in pouches. I'm tired of little, I have too many little things. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say oh, yeah. that? I've got Why does everything have to have a bag with <laughs> it? Why does everything have to have little buttons that come with it or pouch. like a little sack of buttons or a little, like a little extra bag of string and coats? Like I'm tired oh, yeah. of little things. You ever There's order something many. from Amazon and it's usually from China and then they give you like a little gift that you didn't ask for along yes. with the thing? What the fuck is that? Oh God, or Etsy. They send you like 18 stickers plus a, you know, a, another little box, like a, yeah, a little yes. gift a with it. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to remember this company directly <laughs> into the trash. And then I stress out though because I'm throwing away something that like someone might go, oh, I love this. You know, like someone might I love know. that Look at this thing. little pouch. I have this pouch. It came with my noise canceling headphones, but it's good because I use this pouch all the time for this little cable that connects my uh, headphones to my computer or the the airplane but when I'm watching stuff. a better person than me. I'm I don't not. have anything... I don't think that way of like, I'll put this little thing in this little thing. I just don't, I don't think that way. Brian, you even said that Allie, during your vows, you were like, I'll, I'll always love you. Like, you know how the thing that people do in vows, Brian did it too, where they like take something that they're annoyed by their spouse about, but they go, and I even love you for this thing. And it's like, you know, an annoying thing. And he's, one of the things was he loves her for taking things out of little bags and putting them in, in littler bags or something. I think you've explained it to already on the podcast, but I don't, I still don't understand what that is. Yeah. It's only annoying because um, of when she decides to do it. And usually it's like when we need to like leave the car or get ready to go to a thing. Mm. Um, Allie has this thing where she needs to be, I, I call it just being comfortable. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't need to be comfortable at any point at any time of the day. Like what? if if you're feeling like a little hot or a little thirsty or a little tired, I just keep going. I just keep barreling through the day until I 
uh, finally collapsed in my bed in a heap of agony. <laughs> and but then your Allie, bed is uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> your $6,000. Allie <laughs> is like, I've, we've got to stop and we've got to address this so that I'm 100% comfortable. And so one of those things is taking stuff out of bags and putting them into other bags um, so that there isn't too many things in one bag or she has everything she needs in a littler bag. And it takes a really long time. And I, I find it to be entirely unnecessary because like, yeah, just take the whole bag or it doesn't matter if this is in that bag or that's in this bag. Yeah. Chris is like that too. Yeah. He but likes yeah, to that, like be efficient. Yes. I don't know what it is actually. Like I, I honestly, that's the other thing. I don't understand it. I don't understand why that thing needs to be in that bag. Is it a or, purse situation or are they like plastic bags? Like what's inside these all bags? All sorts of fucking bags. All sorts of bags. I don't even know what she's moving from one bag to the next bag. All I know is that it takes about 15 minutes. And it's and in the car? Sometimes it's in the car. Sometimes it's like as we're getting ready to go. And it's like, yeah. hold on, I got to move my sunglasses. I had my sunglasses in my fanny pack and now I need to take it out of my fanny pack and put it into my sunglass case, which is inside my backpack. And then I need to take my water bottle out of my backpack and put it into my smaller bag that I'm going to carry with me by hand. Chris is like, like, why are you doing this? He's just efficient. He doesn't want to waste any. He doesn't want to carry anything that he doesn't need to carry. He wants to bring everything that is the right amount and have a bag for it that is the perfect size for that. But it's not efficient because it takes 15 minutes to organize the bag. I would agree. I don't understand how slow people move. And that is sometimes my boyfriend, even though I understand why he does it, because he doesn't forget things. He doesn't lose things. But the way he like opens bags, like if I even touch his bag, like I know I have to like hold the zipper like like I have to hold where the zipper starts and then hold, pull the zipper. Whereas I would just like grab at my zipper without holding the bag. So the whole bag would move with my zipper and I'd yank it, you know? But when I touch yes. his bags, I have to be like, careful, careful, <laughs> open it delicately. Like it, it's like How's I'm almost doing surgery. Gonna go? it's, like, it's, it's actually going great because he doesn't care that I'm messy. It's, can it be a reality greatest. show? Because I would watch every episode of this. He is now obs- a gu- for a guy who eats um, Emo's pizza, which is <laughs> literally it's kind of sm- smells like a dumpster. Like it is the it's. I worked there in high school. It's 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 gross. It's bad for you. It there's no question of it. He's crazy about water and like plastic containers <laughs> and like he doesn't want any kind of microplastics or any like weird stuff. So we are now having we have water delivered. To, I have I'm, mm. a, I'm a person who has water delivered to my house and I go, let's just get a Brita and just use the tap. Wait, like, you have the best charcoal filtered thing that everyone He has a Berkey. Wants. Yes. And we it's up on the shelf now because we're not using it. He just wants to do spring water and we have like a receptacle for it and we're having it delivered in these giant glass bottles. I don't know. He's in charge of that so i'm like sweet i have this water that tastes like nothing it's great it's great water but um i don't i don't care about that kind of thing um i'm glad he does my refrigerator is spotless all of my drawers have little compartments now every there's a little he went to the container store and bought everything and so we have a container in every single cabinet everything is organized yes yes um it's beautiful and uh, i have nothing to do with it and he does not mind that I am nothing like that. He last night we made dinner, and by making dinner we took um, we he got me emos and I got Whole Foods and we just um, like and by Whole assembled Foods assembled I mean, it on just a plate. A sushi bar, <laughs> yeah, we put it on barely. No, I ate it out of the plastic container. Did it assemble on a plate? In a so we were just like bag. eating dinner. I don't know why I said made dinner, ate dinner, <laughs> and um, afterwards we're like cleaning up, and I'm like, man, if I lived alone, I would just like get this in the morning. Like, I don't really care about going to bed with a clean home. And I know most people on here probably would. But as long as it's not like leaving old food out, I'd probably just like, I don't know. I'd probably just throw it all in the sink. The sink is like a trash until I'm ready to put things in the trash. (laughs) It like clears Mm -hmm. things off. (laughs) It's just in a dirty little receptacle kind of. But last night I was like, how does a girlfriend behave? I washed off the plastic. I put it in the thing. I wiped off the... Oh, Chris, Chris is home. Dogs, calm down. Hey, Chris, will you let the dogs out to see you? It's so interesting that uh, he, or- he organized the closets and the drawers and stuff because I did the exact same thing. Whereas Allie does the bags into other bags. She doesn't give a shit about <laughs> putting little drawers and closets and making sure there's shelving in the 
in the cabinets. And I went and I did that for every cabinet in the kitchen and all the closets. Yeah. So what's that? Why why don't I care about the bags, but I care about the the thing that Chris cares about? I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know. I, again, I can't really say this another time, but I don't know why I am the way I am and I, I wish I was testosterone. more Really? I have a question for you guys, which I think might be related to hormone differences. So someone let their dog poop in uh, on our front yard mm-hmm. and we have a nest camera. And every time this happens, Matt is like, I cannot wait to go through the nest camera and see which of our neighbors let their dog do this. And I would love to see that too. And um, I was like, Oh God, here we go. And um, he was furious. So he's like, I can't, who does this? And then he like get, we, we were going to see the movie and we were late for the movie. Cause he had to go in the house, get clean up the thing, take vinegar, pour vinegar all over the lawn. I'm like, why are you doing this? He's like, Wait, why dogs, because if a dog shits on a lawn, he, and he will always go back to shit on that lawn. But if it you put smells. cayenne pepper or vinegar on it, they will not want to poop there again. Okay, so, so your lawn has to do the master cleanse after <laughs> <laughs> and, every uh, shit. So he, yeah. I think cayenne pepper is not very nice to do, but he did vinegar. So anyway, uh, he finds the person. And he's like, I found it. I found it. Oh, my God. I knew it was this lady. I knew it was her. She never says hi to me. I oh, She's always weird to me. And I'm like, let me see this. And I look, and I couldn't believe my eyes. This woman lets her dog poop on the front lawn, mimics picking it up. She has one of those gloves that's what? a poop bag. She takes her glove, mimics picking it up. Get then, out of town. Yes, and then leaves it. And I'm like, oh my God, we closed up on it several times. I'm like, I can't believe someone would do this. Wow. So, that's what that's would you, crazy. I know. And then Matt was like, next time I see her, I'm going to tell her, I saw what you did, and I'm going to call the police next time. I'm like, don't well, say, don't say do that. Well, that doesn't. Who, <laughs> I'm like, there's no police. Show up. It's like, there is. There's a dog. There's a dog unit. I'm like, okay, that's not the police. So that's like a dog. A dog patrol or whatever. Yeah, no one cares about someone. He's turning into an old man if he's going to call the police after a a poop on a lawn. I was like, you can just confront her and just be like, why did you mime picking it up? That is (laughs) so embarrassing. We have you miming picking up dog shit. Can yeah, you just talk to her one time this? and she'll never do it again because she's so embarrassed. Yeah, I wonder. No, today what... I was my dog shit and I um and I didn't have a bag and these people sitting outside Starbucks saw my dog shit and so I had to go like, where's the bags? Gotta go get the bags because I always pick up dog shit <laughs> uh-huh. and if I forget to pick up my own dog shit because I don't have a bag later on I'll pick up a dog shit that isn't my dog's Pay to make Arma. up. For the fact that I didn't get that shit, because uh, usually I pick it up with leaves or with mulch. You guys, if you've seen my reality show, you know my mulch trick where you just douse it with tons of mulch and you cover it um, like a birthday cake and sprinkles. And so you pick it up and you're only touching the sprinkles, the mulch, and you're not touching the shit. It's a great idea. Or grass, any kind of thing. But I um, I used, I had to get um, an, uh, Starbucks napkins today. But these guys did think I was just going to leave it. And I was like, oh, I know they're whispering about me. And I, but I would, I think it's so crazy to do that, to leave it. This woman's um, mentally unwell, for sure. Yeah. She's I guess happy, Kingston's right? not such a paradise yeah. after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to hear something interesting? I don't know if you're going to find this interesting. Tell me if you think this is interesting because I find this to be interesting. The population okay. of Kingston um, is currently 24,100. Mm-hmm. In 1990, guess what the population of Kingston was? 28,000. Oh, you think it went down? I mean, that's why I think this is maybe interesting because otherwise, how could this be interesting? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess unless 4,000 people died 30 years ago, a generation ago, the population of Kingston was 23,894. So it's basically not wow. changed at all. Wow. That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's gone up. Same. It's just well, the same. That helps me understand why no businesses are open here ever. <laughs> it's just like they're always everything closed, or just closed. there's no businesses. Like if you want Mexican food, I hope you know you can only get it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday <laughs> at, at the very popular Mexican food restaurant in town that everyone loves. That's it. Do you do you eat? Do you make every meal? No, we guys- go out once in a while. We do cook a lot, but we like. 
cooking a lot. Like I haven't yeah. been truly blown away by a lot of uh, restaurant food here. What do you or, guys cook? Like what's your number one thing to cook? Number one thing. I mean, I love this gluten-free pasta I make. I, we do that with like a, you know, like a quote unquote bolognese, but it's beyond meat. And then like a tomato sauce. And then we make a nice big salad. Uh, lately, I've been really into sandwiches for lunch. I don't know why, because there's a fancy sandwich place here and it's like 50 bucks every time we go. And we're like, let's just learn how to make these sandwiches. And they're amazing. Okay. And so we just make like a really yummy vegan sa- or vegetarian sandwich with like a fried egg and then sprout and lettuce and tomato. Um, this place does it with sauerkraut, so I should just buy canned, but like basic vegetarian food mostly. And we love it. Okay. All right. What do you guys do? Takeout. <laughs> Sorry. It's so I do takeout for every single meal. And that's just so what my life is. Both you and Chris don't cook at all? Chris will cook a little bit sometimes when he's like trying to be better about being healthy because he doesn't really have options for healthy food like elsewhere. So he'll like make Brussels sprouts and stuff, but like, no, we don't, we don't cook at all. Mm. Um, That's why I go out. I want to go out for something I couldn't possibly make like really delicious Brussels sprouts. I don't know how to make them. So they're like, you need a flame fried or yeah. Like like, sugar. Is that it? I mean, anything that is cooked elsewhere that you're like how do they do it it's usually those ingredients i think well for brussels sprouts you need the flamethrower thing to make them really crispy and burned i guess we gotta get air fryers everybody's doing Uh, no people can eat shit (laughs) those are gonna go out of of style soon i bet you know what i think no but i don't know what i'd air fry everybody's like it's incredible sweet potato fries chicken nuggets tofu nuggets deep fried anything cauliflower wings like you can make the most incredible i don't know how people live their lives where they have to (laughs) cook all their meals yeah they are constantly cleaning they're constantly a really long time to cook your dinner i mean it's you know you can do fast stuff but you want to make like clean up the dinner yeah no it takes a long time every time i do it's like wow i i just spent from the hours of 5 p.m until 7 30 p.m Cooking and cleaning my my dinner. Yep, I it clean my lot. dinner too. It's a lot it's, of maintenance and mm-hmm. upkeep. But Just I will say, takeout makes you feel bad too. because you are constantly throwing away plastic, and it costs like, like seven thousand dollars. That is, but that's my one thing that I. That's why I. That's my one indulgence. That that and Taylor Swift tickets. Those so, are my things. Um, the population of St. Louis, okay? Right oh now, God. in yeah. 2023, it is 293,310. That's what do probably you think? St. Louis City. Uh, St. Louis City. Yeah, isn't that what it is? St. Yeah, Louis is but city. that's not where I live. Not even You live in St. Louis brother. County? Yeah. Okay, so St. Louis County. Um, okay, well, this one's not I think we're like millions. Population of St. Louis County is nine hundred ninety-seven thousand one hundred eighty-seven. Um, oh, yeah. What okay. was it in nineteen ninety? Whatever. In nineteen ninety, it was basically the same nine hundred ninety-three thousand. Oh, wow. But the that's city, when we got to town. What's that? my family moved what's, here from Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. What's interesting is the city has decreased dramatically since nineteen ninety. Oh, people moved yeah. out of the city. Yeah, because yeah. P- yeah, white flight, baby. Yeah. <laughs> St. Louis is very segregated and very scared of the city. That's why I said like it's d- different. Like mm-hmm. my my sister lives kind of in the city, and you would think she lives uh, on Skid Row with how people respond with like <laughs> you live in the city. I mean, her car was stolen twice um, wow. in one week. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> I heard, did they have two cars stolen or one car twice? Two two different cars stolen. Both of their cars were stolen, I think, in from, one week. From the driveway. We got to go to a go break, but I want to talk about uh, something that happened with Luigi last night when we get back. My 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 uh, stepdog, or not stepdog, my, uh, what's it? <laughs> my, he was my dog, but I've given him away. What is, what Your is biological it called? dog. Your biological yeah, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, we're back. Um, here uh, I am with Marion, my dog, and Luigi is in the other room with Chris um, because he hates me right now because the dogs are staying with me right now. And Les, my parents taught me a funny trick with, it's not even a trick, it's actually really cruel now that I think about it. But you know how certain dogs respond to certain words like W-A-L-K or like, T-R-E-A-T, and you have to, like, spell it so they don't get too worked up. Well, there's a certain word that makes Luigi so sad and, oh. like, turn... Like, it's just... It's funny how fucking sad he gets so quickly. What is But it? if you say the word B-A-T-H, he... Oh. He is... Tail goes between his legs. You would think that I he has been beaten <laughs> in baths. So I can't even believe it. I said the word because I said I would never say it around. There was something, something horrible happened to him. They just, in a bath that used before. to happen to my dog, Bruno. Like if, if he would hear me whispering bath, he would just hide. Why do they hate, they hate them the so bath. much? It's, it's not that long. It's not that horrible, but you would think he has, was like, I, I, it's like I said the R word to someone who has had that happen to them. Like he was traumatized in a way that I felt so bad because I was saying to Chris, cause it was like, Chris, look how funny this is. Cause my parents showed it to me and it was really funny when I first saw it. Cause he just like puts his tail between his legs and he just kind of tiptoes into a dark room to like <laughs> hide. It's so funny. But then Willa last does night that I did when it. we say bunny. She's, she saw a bunny once outside and now she knows the word. And if you ever say bunny, she, she get her, ears go crazy and she goes to the window and for like an hour she's just staring out like laser focused out the window waiting for a non-existent bunny to come that's back that's sad but that's actually like she's not like sad though Luigi looked like he was reminded of a time where you know he got severely he waterboarded. hurt or something 
Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And um, and so last night I did it, and Chris was like, "I think this is cruel because he went in the other room and he wouldn't come out." And I was like, "Babe, I'm so sorry. Come here." And he it was he then he started shaking, trembling oh, no. like crazy. You guys like just like, but he also is a kind of dog that likes to be a baby. And likes to be a widow, like <laughs> likes to, when he gets like, I go, are you a sad dog? He'll like get sadder looking yeah. to just get like, and he'll just get like kind of limp bodied. <laughs> so sometimes he, I can make him start shaking if I just go, oh, is someone so sad? And he will eventually start shaking. But last night he was shaking oh, so gosh. much from the mention of a BATH. And then I started saying like, oh man, I have a math problem to do later. Like I was just saying things that <laughs> rhyme with it and he was even getting triggered by that. And um, and I felt so bad. And the rest of the night he was mad at me. He was mad at oh. me until we, for hours after. He wouldn't, I, cr we were eating popcorn. He wouldn't take a popcorn from my hand. He would only take it from oh Chris's. He was God. like punishing wow. me. He was so mad at me. He's very smart. He's such an asshole. And um, he, uh, I love him so much, but I was just wondering if you guys, I'm glad that Bruno had that same response. Like what? It's, they get clean. And also, as soon as we get done with the bath, I go, it's towel time. And then I go like whoosh, whoosh, with towels and I just like mess towels around their head and they freaking love some, Nothing more How than towel time. How often do you bathe him? I used to bathe him like once a month, I think. That's good. Like not that much. And he would love it uh, when it was over. And it's like, wasn't even that worth Bruno it? Like, also it's, it's almost like working out. Like I work out because of the, the feeling after Explain working out. Explain that to him. Sure. Yeah, right? Bruno would also turn... Bruno would what? Bruno would also turn into a stone in the shower. So he would not like move. Yes. It was like that dog yes. that like turned into yeah. a statue and I think it was like Home Alone or something. Pompeii. Oh, or, oh yeah. No, in, in, in Problem Child. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie. Oh. From a long time ago. No, but I, I know what you mean. Like I, I like that's what Luigi does too. Just like gets totally shivery and so tense and like, like a boner, like stiff, like a boner. Yes. Do you yeah. try treats? Cause Willie used to do that and hate baths. And now she, I just bring treats up there and just keep yeah. giving her treats through the whole bath. And now she jumps into the tub, like a that's little a good slut. Idea. But what is the difference between a, like a dog when you, you know, when you scratch a dog in an area where they're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and they kind of get tense and they like, they like start shaking their leg and they kind of like start shaking and they like look up into the sky and they almost, their bodies start twisting and contorting because they're in such ecstasy. How is that not an orgasm? <laughs> How is that not like Marion will have one right now if I get her spot. She was having one last night and I was like, there's no difference between me and Marion when we have an orgasm. <laughs> the same thing happens. <laughs> the same body contortion. Did she finish? And I just remember as a kid, <laughs> Being like doing that to dogs, making their legs twitch and making them get all tense and stuff and not even thinking anything of it. Like, but I wonder if my parents were constantly like, oh, my God, that dog looks like it's having an orgasm. Like, I wonder if all adults were always thinking like the dog looks like it's coming. No, yeah, why don't people connect the two? And then he gets really tired after and then he starts smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I hated baths. And my parents told me that for two years they didn't give me a bath because I would scream. And my dad's like, you developed scabs on your head. You know, you were really difficult. <laughs> I'm like, you're a terrible parent. Like, why this are you blaming insane. me? Right? Not for two years. That's, I know. But somehow it was my fault. I was an infant. Like, you were really problematic, really weird kid. Just didn't like water And that on was your before head. wet wipes. Like, what did parents do back then? <laughs> just, just get a wreck. <laughs> I don't know. It'd Evidently, I hated the, the feeling of water on my head. So maybe it's yeah. not that rare. Well, um, Anya uh, bringing up this uh, camera that she filmed her neighbor doing the poop reminded me of this story I read over the weekend that made mm -hmm. me feel crazy. But there's this couple in Florida who had just had a baby, and um, their downstairs neighbor complained that the baby was crying too much, and um, but there's something they could do about it. It's a crying baby. But then a couple of months go by and all of a sudden they start noticing a weird chemical smell in the what? apartment. Yes, they start noticing a weird chemical smell in the apartment. And they're like, that's weird. And they tried to look everywhere. They looked at the hot water heater. They looked at the gas leak. They looked for everything in the house and they fixed things and they thought they got rid of the chemical smell. But then all of a sudden... The baby, who is now like one or something, started vomiting and getting and crying, getting really sick. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, they were like, "We don't know what's going on." So then they they decided to 
put some cameras, they hit some cameras in a bush right outside their front door to be like, what the fuck is going on? What's this chemical smell? Why is everybody in the house getting sick? This is going on for months and months and months. And then one day, all of a sudden, they see on their camera their neighbor, the one who complained about the baby crying, before he leaves for work or whatever, he walks up to the front door with a syringe and he injects chemicals underneath the uh, door jam into the house and then walks away. And they have him... It's like it's like this was filmed for a television with show. The apple. <laughs> I didn't see oh it that God. yet. So okay, but it's like this was filmed for a television show. Like you can see his face, you can see this perfectly framed this guy injecting mm-hmm. oh the syringe, God. and they found out that this guy who was a chemistry doctorate student at the at a local university was taking chemicals, mixing them together like a fucking mad scientist and injecting them into the door of the house to try to kill the baby because he was mad that it was crying all the time. Jesus. Oh yes. my god. Final thought. People are insane. Did you I told Brian this the other day. Seriously, people are so stupid and, and crazy. First of all, how do you not know that everywhere is cameras? I, if I wanted to murder someone, I just wouldn't do it because everywhere's cameras. There's cameras all over. You're not, you're always going to get caught. You're yeah. fucked. Like you can't murder someone anymore. This isn't 1940s. <laughs> Oppenheimer could have killed that chemistry guy with the apple, even though I heard that's not a true story based on, uh, that was one of the parts of the movie that wasn't real. And it's not a, don't worry. Don't get mad at me about spoiler. It was two seconds of a movie and it never comes back to even be a part of the movie. Right, Anya? Correct. Okay. Um, Anya, I saw Oppenheimer. Oh, wait a second. I just want to say this too. There's a website called like Rent a Hitman. I told Brian about this. And they are getting, they're catching so many people who are trying to kill people (laughs) because people really think it's a place you can get a hitman. And so they're signing up and trying to procure a hitman um, and, uh, oh so go to rate rent hitman.com and see, it's like a fake website to catch people who are trying to kill their spouses. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, but I saw Oppenheimer. I loved it. I don't really know what I saw though, to be honest with you. It was, I saw Killian, Killian Murphy is hot and cool and I like watching him. He's just hot in a weird, mysterious kind of creepy way. Um, he's a great actor. Emily Blunt, I'm a fan now. I I know I'm like, God, why is she in everything? But I get why she's in everything. She's fucking good. And I liked how they like made her look more and more like old and alcoholic throughout the movie. Um, I saw it at the Chinese Grauman Theater, like the g- gigantic 70K screen or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very loud movie. I had to put earplugs in the entire time. Um, really? It was fast paced. There was no need for, there was three, it was almost like Eras tour. You never get bored because it changes so fast all the time. Mm. It's like yes. there's not there's no boring scenes. It flips around a lot. I did feel like it was like the same kind of movie over the same scene over and over because it kind of was because it went through like but it I thought it was great. Um, and yeah, I liked it. I don't know what to feel after it. I, it didn't like stay with me, though. I'm not like thinking about it a right. ton after I saw it. Sure. Um it was good though. Um, what did you think about it, Anya? Because I haven't talked to anyone who's seen it about about it. I know that you you had. I was impressed visually, but I also was like, "This is not. This is not for me." Christopher Nolan is famous for really using soundtrack so much, and for me, it was just like I'm distracted by this sound being so loud throughout the whole thing. It's like a movie trailer. It's like I just want to hear these people talk, and I don't need like swelling strings in this part. It's just yes. like shut I up. I would have loved some captions up in that bitch. I, yeah. I I felt very like I am used to captions now. I need them. I want them. Um, I thought, uh, yeah, I I really liked it, and it was. I'm glad I saw it. And it was just because Chris was maybe go alone, and I said. What do you mean by that? Two male gaze. Like Florence Pugh doesn't need to be nude in every scene. We don't oh, need I her thought tit. She did. To... I liked it. No, she didn't though. It was all about like her tit in every shot. And it's like what she's saying is actually kind of important, but we just have to put her naked in this scene again. Do you like, know your what? ears and your nipples completely match up? Mine? What? I found this. Yeah, just yours, Anya. <laughs> I read a fact about Anya last night on the your earlobes and your nipples go str- are perfectly aligned. Hold on, or should oh, be really? if you're uh, if you, yeah. 
think yeah, about that, it. That kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, oh, I like it. I don't know why that was interesting to me. Did you learn that um, in Oppenheimer? That's why it was a good film. Yeah, that's what I learned in Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to go because I have to go to therapy and to get my car. But thank you guys for doing the podcast today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm on tour this week. Chicago Theater Friday. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. New material, new merch. Anya will be there. Um, Chris will be there. He's not performing, but he'll be in the house. And um, and you will be there, hopefully. Tell your friends Chicago this week. I really want to sell it out. We are not even close. And uh, I would really like to get those tickets a moving. This isn't like Era's tour. If you buy a ticket to my show, it actually matters. It's not like every seat counts and I really appreciate it if you come. So, and also Peoria on Saturday um, and also in Illinois. Um, very excited about that show as well. Friday and Saturday this week and then my tour kicks off and I'm off to like a million shows in the next uh, couple months and I'm really pumped for them. Best material yet. Come out and see me. Thanks for listening to the pod today. Uh, don't be good. And j- 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 just... Uh, listen to what Florence has to say. Don't stare at your shits. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.